Do you ever just wonder, like, how do eyeballs work? Isn't it crazy that our brains can see lights and shapes and pigments and, like, transform them into meaning? How did Phineas Gage survive after a rail went through his head? And what is the deal with personality? Do we get to pick how we see the world? What causes someone to be a serial killer? Wow. It's time for Mimi and the Brain. Oh, window found it crawling in. Would you mind telling me whose brain I did put in? Abby someone. Abby someone. Abby who? Abby normal. Tell us about yourself. A tiny clump of cells in my cerebellum had ruptured. That doesn't make sense. What? Yeah, I know. Nothing is real. (laughs) This is Westworld. We're all robots. Great. I want the truth! Welcome. Hey, hi, how are ya? This is Mimi in the Brain, a podcast about brains for people that have them, where a clueless comedian will get her questions answered about the most fascinating organ, the human brain. I am your hostess with the mostest brain damage, Mimi Hayes. Thank you for joining me today. This is actually a very special day. It is the first day of this podcast life. Day one. Happy birthday. Happy birthday, Mimi in the brain. You are one day old. Adorable. And you know that thing, you know, like babies' brains. They're gooey and spongy like little jello molds. They can't read or spell or vote. And you know what? That's okay, because like a human baby's little jello mold brain, this podcast brain will learn how to take its very first steps and start saying, Mommy, and okay, all right, Um, where are you going with this, Mimi? <laughs> okay, okay. That's really just a big metaphor telling you that I am new at this. I'm gripping this little microphone in my apartment in Flatbush so tightly right now because I am not a podcaster. I'm a comedian. And a brain damage one at that. So what am I doing here? What are we all doing here? Well, uh, I can't actually see where you are, so I can't say for sure what here looks like for you. But I'm here, in this room today, for one reason, and one reason only. Because in August of 2014, my head exploded. I can't say for sure the exact moment it happened, but my instincts tell me it was while I was on a Tinder date. Okay, maybe it was okay, Cupid. I can't remember. And no, I don't remember his name either. I kind of named him Day of Brain Hemorrhage Guy. Sorry, dude. He's a cool if I hold 
And no, it actually wasn't as dramatic as it sounds. It was actually quite normal. I ordered some cheese fries, as I do, had a slight headache, and nodded the whole night in agreement to his monologues about his fascinating engineering fraternity. And then I went home. It was rather undramatic. So when I say my head exploded, well, maybe exploded isn't the right word here. Maybe it was a leak. I had a brain leak, like a faucet, if you will. So what happened next was pretty crazy. And to this day, I'm still trying to work out when and how everything took place. The next thing I did was actually go to work. I was just starting out as a student teacher at the time in Denver, Colorado, where I'm from. I just graduated from CU Boulder with a history degree, and I was in my very first week as a teacher. I was exactly five days in. I mean, I was fresh out of the gate, okay? And things started getting weird. I did not know about the leak. I didn't necessarily feel any different. But what I did start to feel was dizziness. And I started to get clumsy, like tripping off curbs clumsy. And my ears were sort of throbbing, kind of like when you get an ear infection or are really sick with a head cold. And that's what I thought it was. That's even what the doctors told me the first time I went to an urgent care visit that first weekend that school started. My doctor told me I was just depressed. I'm like, no shit, doc. <laughs> now, for a little bit of context, I'd just gone through the biggest breakup of my life to a guy I'd been with for nearly five years and thought that I would marry. So there was that thing that had gone down a few months prior. But what was going on now? Nobody knew. The breaking point, so to speak, was the next week when I got so nauseous that I pulled over at a gas station to throw up on the way to school. So I called the lovely teacher that I was working with, Lindsay, and said I couldn't make it in that day. So I went back home and proceeded to throw my whole guts up. Now, I'm not going to lie... <laughs> My first thought was definitely, oh shit, am I pregnant? Which was statistically impossible, but still. I'd been on a little Tinder binge that summer after the breakup. You can never rule these things out, you know? The next day, my symptoms were the same. Dizziness, nausea, vomiting, and even some weird stuff with my vision. So my sister took me to the ER with a baggie of my own bile, and I was seen by some guy. Okay, a physician's assistant. All right, I don't know. And this guy took a flashlight to my ears and told me they were all plugged up and filled me with some saltwater fluid and then sent me home in paper pants because the nurse missed my vein, an entire bag of IV fluid dumped in my lap, and she accused me of pissing myself. That was it. So my mom is not satisfied with these results. And neither am I. I'm actually pretty offended that she accused me of pissing my own self. That's okay. Wow. 
But the next day, she tells me to call my doctor. Same one who said I was just depressed, even though I was having trouble walking a straight line in her office and was just in the ER. Calling my doctor was like going to the DMV, okay? It was like so clear to me she did not care. Okay, she did not give any fucks about what was happening to me. And she thought this was all in my head, which it was. But let's not get ahead of ourselves. So I'm calling and calling, no answer from my doctor. I'm leaving messages, nothing. I call my mom and I'm like, well, this is just my life now. And I guess I'm just going to keep throwing up every time I move my head. This is my life. So mom rushes home and drags me to the car and we go to another ER, which I just kind of thought was a little dramatic because I was in denial that anything was wrong and also that anything could be done in the event that something was wrong, which to me it wasn't. And my doctor finally called me back and my mother literally takes the phone out of my hands and, I mean, she rips her a new one. She's not taking shit from anyone. So we go to the ER, against my own doctor's orders, who says that this is not a big deal. This is where the real shit goes down, okay? I was very much like a Hollywood movie scene or an episode of Grey's Anatomy. I mean, we still had to wait like five hours for an MRI machine to open up. But once I got in that machine, that, by the way, we had to threaten a nurse with an attorney to get because another person did not think anything was going wrong with me. But once I got in there, that's when everything changed. They found it. The leak. A tiny clump of cells in my cerebellum had ruptured. How devastating. How lucky. Now, you're probably wondering, sorry, what? How does that happen? And I was equally confused. Was it my breakup? A summer of testing my limits on online dating? The new stresses of being a teacher for the first time? Was this in my genetic destiny? Was this just random? And after lots of discussions with scientists and neurologists, I think it's a combination of all these things. I will be telling you more about my hemorrhage, the impacts it had on my body, and even my stint in a rehab hospital later on in this podcast. But ultimately, that's why I'm here. I want to know about the brain. And not just that it exists, but I want to learn and understand its complex structures and nuances. I want to uncover the inner workings of my brain and why it did what it did. Over the course of this podcast, I'm going to interview top brain experts, neurologists, psychologists, and surgeons all over the country to get my questions answered about memory, perception, personality, and all the shit you never knew existed in the human mind. This is a science podcast with a comedic twist. That's me. I'm the comedic twist. I'm going to improvise jazz music with doctors, try my hand at neurotests, find out if I am in fact a serial killer, and I might even interview a few handsome anesthesiologists along the way. This is Mimi and the Brain. Today's episode of Mimi and the Brain was produced by Kylie Holloway and written by yours truly, with sound mixing by Jose Manuel Alfonso, music by Lucas Murray Music, artwork by Joy Spangler, and equipment by Gotham Sound. If you like our science podcast with a comedic twist, feel free to support our campaign on Patreon and subscribe to our channel wherever you get your podcasts. Catch you gooey brains later. Um, should we do the end now? Yeah, it's my personal best. Can't do it.
and you better than that.